everybody, and welcome to the first podcast of the new year. Recorded before the new year. At least recorded. <laughs> At least the first recorded podcast of the new year. The first one that will come out in the what? new year. Oh, will it come out in the new year? Because I'm putting the last Christmas one out tomorrow ahead of time on New Year's. Peek behind year's the curtain, podcast. everybody. Yeah, peek behind the curtain. I'm putting that one out, and then the, this will go in the new year. Okay. Because I, I, for the first time ever, I want to have all the Christmas podcasts out in December, <laughs> as opposed to like sometimes they hang out and then they go in the January, and we're like Merry Christmas. <laughs> and I'm like, uh. <laughs> so for the first time, I want to get all four Christmas podcasts out before December is out. Cool, I like <laughs> it because Tyler sent it to me the other day. Oh, all right, so. cool. So yeah, that one's out. That one will be out on the 31st, everybody. Nice. We are recording this before New Year's. So, there's only two of us here because the other two are partying at Hardy on New Year's. Or something. Or something. <laughs> We're working, or baby stuff, and wife stuff. And yeah, everybody, everybody has a different story. Well, one has a story. One doesn't have much information provided. Fair point. Fair point. One has cats. Is that, I don't know. I don't know if that's the reason. I have no idea. He could very well be working like 15-hour shifts every day. But I just don't know because I ask those questions and I don't get them answered. So, so we decided to... Ken and Elijah had to take drastic steps. We took we took the steps. We took the ball in our hands. We took matters into our own hands. We took the bull by the horns. And decided to do a Marvel movie. <laughs> because why not? Well, on short notice, what do you what do you expect from Ken and Elijah, really? Yeah, yeah you shouldn't expect really? but you shouldn't expect much. We'd pick a movie that we would know that we both like and we both had things to talk about and there's right. stuff ahead of time that you could talk about and be excited about. Because we decided to pick a random Marvel movie, and I chose out of the list that Ken provided yeah, that he gave. I, I gave you a bunch of. I was I was kind of hoping that you'd pick Black Panther, but it was in the debate pile. But, but then I was. But then I thought about this. I was like, "There's a lot of things to tie to in this coming year," because they start Wandavision, and then Multiverse of Madness starts filming this year to come out next year. This year being 2021. <laughs> that's true. There's there's some good. Yeah. Whereas Black, whereas the Black Panther news is slim on the front of that, right? <laughs> so there's other stuff to debate. Like you could still, like maybe you could pull threads and see stuff that might come in the next movies or something. Yeah, well, like you know, to sort of kind of jump right into it, um, mm-hmm. th- this movie is just like. Oh, Here. we picked Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, the movie, <laughs> the movie is Doctor Strange. Good point. Um, <laughs> Uh, th- this movie just sort of drops you right into the multiverse. Like, mm-hmm. here's, I mean, not, not, it doesn't, it drops Doctor Strange right into the multiverse. Yeah. You know, there's some, there's some rigmarole, takes some time to get there, but it's, oh, here's, here's multiverse as a concept. Go. And I don't know if I had just forgotten or if I never realized the implications of that or mm. what, or if it was one of those things where, they say multiverse, but they don't actually mean it. <laughs> and here we are, and it sounds like they're leaning into it. With oh, the they're talk leaning of, hard and heavy with into it. The talk it. of Spider Verse movies, and they're talking hard the into of madness uh, movies, and into their Sam Raimi movie that Tobey Maguire is going to be a 
big character, a big like like third play third banana character in this movie. Interesting. Uh, I'll, I'm like I, I'm, I'm like what? <laughs> I'm like that'll be insane. I'm I'm super interested <laughs> in this in this forthcoming like Spider Man Spider Verse. All of the Spider Mans are coming back movie. Yeah, I, I'm intrigued to see if it will work. Because I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't fall flat like it like it has a villain problem. Like it will be oh, I, too I, many too many villains and too much is happening in one movie for it all to work out. Like the the people's complaint about the third Spider Man movie is they're like it should have just been Ven- Venom or Sandman or the Green Go- or the Proto Goblin. The new Goblin, yeah, yeah, not all three of them at once. Then to go <laughs> right, it uh, that's one of the problems with that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I've heard the speculation is that the the like Tobey Maguire and James Garfield and their Andrew know, Garfield Andrew Garfield is that what I said? No, you said James Garfield. Whoops, Andrew <laughs> Garfield. My bad. Uh, uh, they're they're. I think I've and this is purely speculation because uh-huh. nobody really knows. Yeah. Uh, that they're going to be like it's going to be pretty quick. Yeah, I feel that's what you know, I think. It's going to be one fight maybe, and then that's it. Yeah, they're not, and they'll they you know they'll 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 meet up over the course of the movie, and then they'll show up, and every and they'll they'll all beat up the the main bad guy or the several main bad guys yeah. for the climactic final fight, mm-hmm. and that'll be the end of it. At least that's what that's what I'm hoping because otherwise it's going to be really 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 tough to be anything other than a muddy mess and the- I mean unless they do because they like it'd be tough to do a farcical live action type movie like they did with the Spider-Verse oh, yeah. animated that, that, movie that, that, that is a like the part of you know the allure of that movie is it was animated so all you had to pay the people was to stand in a booth for a while. You didn't have to worry about sets and shooting mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. So there's there's and to, and the whole multiverse thing just works better animated, in my opinion. You could get more out of it because you get more different than just three guys in Spider-Man outfits. You get Spider-Ham, right. Spider-Man Noir, right. who's black and white, and, right? And that's the other yeah. thing is you have the easy the easy uh, uh, distinction because they're all in a different animation style. Yeah. And the and the anime one and <laughs> right, right. But uh, we're talking Doctor Strange here. So, but the, uh, but back to Multiverse of Madness real quick. Sam, Sam Raimi is directing Multiverse of Madness, which is why I think he's getting Tobey Maguire back into it because he has more a feel for that universe as opposed to anything else. Because Sam Raimi directed all the other Spider Man movies. Right? Is he going to be back as? Spider-Man, or is he just going to be in I don't it as know. a different character? <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm, I think I don't know. I don't know. It's rumored that he's in it, but because he was, I think, on set or or getting oh, ready okay. to go to set or something. I don't know. But I'm. But uh, but they the current announced cast was uh, everyone from this movie is back, and America Chavez, Miss. Um, Miss America. Miss America is back. Yeah, is is going to be in it. So that that is the, that's the only extra added superhero that I know of that's going to be in it. Besides, Nightmare is going to be the bad guy, and uh, and I think Mordo is going to be in, Mordo is going to be another bad guy. I have a feeling. 
Um, um, spoiler alert for this movie. Rachel <laughs> McAdams, Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, Chiwetel Ejiofor, Benedict Wong, America... Uh, oh, man... I don't know how to pronounce her first name. Gomez. Yeah. <laughs> she has is a very Hispanic name that it's, I can't. Well, one of those, that I don't want to even try because it will be offensive. <laughs> it, yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those those indigenous Central American names. So it's like in, in, Incan or Mayan mm-hmm. or as you know, it's one of those. So like I, it's gotten it starts with an X, and I don't know how to pronounce that letter. I know I'm going to do it wrong. <laughs> so I, I just I just. But yeah, those those dot cast was announced during that Disney Disney alum um, stockholders meeting. That, uh, that was okay. that, yeah. Um, but Doctor Strange. So plot synopsis, cast list. <laughs> you already read most of them. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, plot synopsis. Mm-hmm. While on a journey of physical and spiritual healing, a brilliant neurosurgeon is drawn into the world of the mystic arts. I've come to bargain. <laughs> um, <laughs> that that's not that that's that's more sy- like a pitch line for yeah. the movie than a synopsis. But that's okay. Uh, <laughs> that's what I was going. With. That's what you go with into the room and go. Here you go. <laughs> uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, Stephen Strange, Chiwetel Ejiofor, Mordo, Rachel McAdams, Doctor Christine Palmer, uh, Benedict Wong as Wong. So there's two Benedicts. <laughs> One of them is Benedict Wong, who conveniently plays a character called Wong. Wong. <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen is Kaecilius. Uh, Tilda Swinton is the Ancient One. And that's... Oh, Tilda Swinton is the Ancient One. I have that written down. I said, that's great casting. <laughs> pretty much it. As far as uh, major characters that are that actually matter. Yeah. Um... So it starts off, bad guys come in to the, we don't know where they are at this point. I'm going to call it, they're at the Himalayans. <laughs> Himal- the, they're, they're at the temple. Yeah. 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 It's I was the, not the Himalayas. It's the, the, the Kamartage. Yeah. It's, the Kamartage that's Library. It. That's where they are. There are a lot they more bad. the last librarian. <laughs> by beheading him. Yes. <laughs> uh, by stringing him up. And beheading him. <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoilers on a spoiler. Uh, there's a ton of bad guys in this scene. And we're not going to see about half of them anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, they're really only like... <laughs> there's like four half dozen, There's like four or five main bad guys. Yeah, a half dozen henchmen of... And Scott Dick, Scott Dick, it's a Dick Dickerson, Dickerson, I think is, is one of the... He's um Scott Adkins? Yes, maybe. I might have gotten that wrong. He is called Lucian or Strong Zealot. Adkins? Yeah. I might be wrong then. Uh, I'm just Strong going Zealot. Doctor let me go, Doctor Strange. Just, Why am I doing the stupid? Just, I'm just going to this is the the Oh never mind, I had this wrong. Never mind, scratch that. Okay. Scratch my information. Okay. I had the wrong guy in my head. My bad. Cool. <laughs> Um. Enter the enter the ancient one, Tilda Swinton. Great casting, love it. The ancient one uh-huh. kicks some butt, <laughs> defeats like half of the like ten or fifteen zealots that are there, <laughs> and like only like five get away. I'm like, so why doesn't the ancient one just go? All right, I'll go take care of the rest, and then just go and just be like, well, kill. <laughs> um. Yeah, there, there. I guess there are some weird. Like gaps in 
like character motivation and time <laughs> and like this is a good example like why did the ancient one stop why didn't she just track them all down and beat them all up like did, mm. is it is it like we know he's on the move why aren't we why are we just I'm gonna hang out here in my in my monastery and in my carmitage <laughs> right I'm gonna I'm gonna hang out here in my magical place and and not be proactive wait for them to come to me like it doesn't it's not that it's excuse me um it's not that it that it it's not a big problem, but it makes you question. And like I said, there there are a few like wait, this character isn't like this. Like you could you could make the argument that well, no, this was this was like the ancient one was interested in driving them off and protecting the sanctity of her place. Mm-hmm. As soon as they were off her land, she didn't care. Mm-hmm. Because... Maybe the hope is that they'll not do it. all over the place, the Ancient One's motivation is the Ancient One's. Like, she's not a super forthcoming character no. with a lot of things. And the things that she is forthcoming about... She's only forthcoming grudgingly after, you know, Doctor Strange does several stupid things. She's like, okay, let me explain this to you so you stop doing <laughs> stupid things. It, and, and time is the, like, the, for a movie about time, there's a lot of time issues. Where it's like, I, I take the entire Doctor Strange getting hurt and hurting himself sequence. I put that in a, all this happens before this. <laughs> Like the oh oh like all like because he had to get surgeries he had to discover that he was lost he had to do all this time so all that happens before all this happens okay so like we see the librarian get beheaded yeah so that's somewhere and then, and then the next day he shows up knocks on Comrade's door okay but even still he still has to do all this training right. and then why doesn't um, there's Caecilius go and blow up. The sanctums, because that's all that's left to do after the fact. That takes maybe a day and a half, apparently. So, <laughs> yeah, that 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 came together really quickly. Yeah, um, I don't know. Like, so it's just it's one of those weird things where he has the pages. Well, did he? And when Doctor Strange arrived there, the pages were missing already. Right? Uh, did did he need to have them translated? I don't know because Is we because because we see him away? because we see him do it. We see him do the spell thing, and then that's when his eyes turn all blacky and dark, and then we get still Doctor Strange training montage. <laughs> which is still... Which is why I'm like, okay, so unless Doctor Strange learned everything he needed to learn from being a wizard in a week... <laughs> right. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> I don't think... I don't think that... I, time, I there, this That's my only issue with this movie, is that time is like... I'm like, I don't think this works unless it happened while Strange was there. But we already know because he walks in to get the books from Wong. Right. That Right, the first time he's in the library, he's yeah. like, what are these? And they're like, no, well... No, yeah. Wong shows them to him because he brings his right. stack well, of books. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, and then he's like, there's pages missing. It's it's one of those... We'll, we can, that, that's a... That's a... That's a 
inconsistency to my mind, but yeah. we'll, we'll get there. Um, um, my next note is, enter Stephen Strange, doctor, hand model, music historian, expert surgeon. Uh, the Grey's Anatomy package. <laughs> now, finally, Doctor Strange gets to show off. First with music, music trivia, then with his diagnostic prowess, and finally, by removing a bullet freehand. Yep. Rachel McAdams enters as night nurse. Saves a dying man from, from a bullet. Brain dead. Gets strange. <laughs> other guy other guy gets humiliated. Yes. Cover your watch. <laughs> that was a good that's a good thing. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Cause all you hear is the ticking and then he goes, uh, Cover your watch, and then uh, he covers his watch. <laughs> While he's pulling the bullet out freehand, he's like, You're just showing off. Nope. <laughs> Mike gets a bit of that. Uh, but Rachel McAdams, almost unnecessary in this movie, but great um, actress. One of my top ten, I think, probably. Uh, <laughs> if I had to put a top ten. <laughs> yeah, she is necessary and unnecessary all at the same time like there's pieces where she's necessary but we could have done different things at those points but i get it and i i know why we're there yeah she is dr strange's link to the real everybody's human the the body politic yeah um she is the leonard to dr strange's sheldon cooper (laughs) <laughs> to use a to use a Big Bang Theory reference, not not Penny. <laughs> no, huh. Sheldon doesn't give a shit about Penny. Uh, yeah, that's true. I should it's random of you to pull back the Big Bang Theory. It, well, we were just we were just watching a couple episodes before I came over. So oh snap, Ken's watching the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I don't. I, there are parts of that show that are good, and there are parts of that show. <laughs> that are less good and then there's the big bag there <laughs> and I don't want to get into it right now if we want if we want to do if if sponsor us on patreon and I will I will I will, I will promise to do a to do a solo cast on big bang theory and my my deep, meaningful, profound thoughts on Big Bang Theory. I have. I've rewatched the some. whole season, like in the past, like three, or the whole series in like the past three months, randomly. Uh, we are slowly working our way through it. Um, it's we 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 just actually like just in the last couple of days we've come back to it. We took a, we took a break because at least where we're, and I'm not sure what season we're in. It's mighty samey. It's, it's. Did you get Amy and uh, Bernadette yet? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just found out that Bernadette's uh, pregnant. Oh okay. That's, you're in like that's you're in like more... you're you're in like season, like because Howard's mom's gone. Yes. Yeah. So I think you're like in nine or eight. Nine. I I have no idea. <laughs> I uh, I just it's. It get that it gets samey. It's it is that what, yes. <laughs> well, and I mean, in all all after after thirteen all, seasons uh, out of a thirty minute si- uh, sitcom, it all, is, all uh, sitcoms get samey. Yeah. It's the death of it's the death of ninety eight sitcoms. Either get samey or they get canceled before mm-hmm. they have a chance to. Uh, you know, there are only a couple of notable 
exceptions to that rule or exceptions or or never mind uh it's not important um driving fast rain and reading yep he is gonna crash that car uh, <laughs> speeding in a supercar through a city not getting pulled over <laughs> um so uh and crashed this is why we don't text and drive kids <laughs> That's my joke. My my issue here. Statement here about the Postman podcast: No texting and driving. Don't text Ding. and drive. Don't text and drive. The it more can you wait. know. It can wait. Those PSAs are absolutely correct. It can wait. Um, if it's that important, effing make a phone call. Um, <laughs> Not just make a phone call. Effing make a phone call. <laughs> uh, it is counter to. Doctor Strange's personality that he would drive like a lunatic. Mm-hmm. He cares too much about himself to put himself in that kind of danger. It was weird. This situation is exactly why he would not have done what he did in this movie. And I forget, I know that in the comics, he is injured in a car crash. Mm hmm. But I don't know. I haven't. I, I've never read it. I don't know. And it might be that that's all they all they ever say about it. It's in a car crash. They don't talk about he was driving like a lunatic, or if it was you know a drunk driver. Like I don't know what you know. Black ice. Like there are lots of random things that can happen on a road that would ruin a ultra talented neurosurgeon's day. Which is all the more reason why he wouldn't drive his $175 automobile at ridiculous speeds in the city, out of the city, mm-hmm. in the rain. It, it, should, it's, it defies all logic. Or even read in the car. That was the part that, that's the part that threw me off. I was like, he knows better. Right. I was like, to talk on and the phone? Oh, right. If you're going to drive fast in the rain? Okay, some people do it. Some people can, like, some claim they mastered it. Okay, whatever. But then he just pulls up the thing to look at some MRIs, and I'm like, right. are you insane? <laughs> right. It, it's, like I said, it, this is, this mm-hmm. is, I, this was, this I don't know. I feel like this probably snagged in my brain on previous watchings of this movie, but it just, like, I was like, no, this does not make any sense at all for this character to act this way. Yeah, it just, it doesn't, like, I you needed to do that, I guess. But. See, I feel like it, it could have been just as impactful to have him driving at a normal rate, do to do to do to do, and random heck, you know, make it nobody's fault. Random blowout in oncoming traffic. You know, he's driving up the freeway at top speed. Random blowout. Car flips over. <laughs> same, same exact injuries. <laughs> he farts. No, just how it goes. but it's nobody's <laughs> fault. It's not, you know, yeah. the tire's fault and. Whatever you know, it's it's you know, and you have all that the, I keep saying is car crash. It doesn't for, really describe who, you what know, happened. and and for the for the sake of the movie, you have the the driver of the of the car with the blowout. They don't survive the wreck. 
So Doctor Strange doesn't have anybody to blame, but he has to. But he's he's driven to fix his hands like he is in this movie. I just, like, having him driving like a lunatic didn't make any sense to me. And there are enough there are enough other things that could happen on the road that he didn't... Or, heck, we've seen this before. Have a deer come out in the middle of the road, and he has to swerve and... You know, like, there are, there are ways to instigate mm-hmm. a wreck that would feel less less that would feel like they like they made more sense for the character um but maybe for the maybe for the story wise because he needed to st- realize that he did it to himself because if he did he would just blame xyz thing as to why it happened and that would be why it would change maybe that would change his character from there later on but i don't know maybe maybe like but they don't like do a good was, job yeah. of 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 expressing why because that's because maybe that's what no because they because he blames or, the other doctors for the what happened to his hands during the surgery right, when he wakes up right he's what like did what did they do, do to me, to me? Yeah. yeah i could have done better uh-huh. and well and here we uh, i feel like i have that i could have done better which is exactly why he shouldn't have been driving like that <laughs> and why it's counter to his character he was on the side of a mountain near the woods, and I was like, "Oh my god, you're gonna something's gonna happen!" Right? It's like, it's, it's 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 he's lost his perfect yeah. hands. No more brain surgery for you, Strange. <laughs> uh, challenge accepted. I will show you. I will show you a broken a broken man who can't who can't walk that now can. Uh, oh yeah, he's found a guy who's magically healed. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he's like, it will take me a couple of days, so even more time. That you're like, okay, and then he's exhausted all options, and he finally gets the packet, and he goes and meets Pangborn, mm-hmm. and Pangborn's like, uh, go to Carmitage, and they'll explain everything, pretty much. Yes, Carmitage, we go. To find that, to find, uh, to find the answer, and to find your new best friend of me, Mordo, <laughs> uh, who's played wonderfully by. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm not. Show what I'll let you for. Yeah, there you go. I'm not gonna get his name right. <laughs> uh, that's one that I heard it a few times, and I was like, okay, cool, I got this one. No. <laughs> usually I'm usually once I hear a name a few times Mr. Edgy Ford. That's when I, I, I can get it, but I have to I have to I have to hear it first. I he, can't. It is it, he is so good. I just I just want a Mordo movie um, where he goes around and spoiler alert for the end of the movie and is killing magicians. I, I would <laughs> I would watch the, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. uh I'd oh, watch a Disney a, I'd watch a Disney Plus show. I'd watch uh, <laughs> See, and that would be an interesting thing. Like you have him, you have him run into, you know, C and D list created for mm-hmm. the, and he could run demand thing. He can't beat him. That make me that day. <laughs> and, and, and some of the time he beats them. Some of the time he he lures them to his side. Mm-hmm. Or I should say, he wins. The, you know, they they're like, oh no, you're absolutely right. I won't, let's join up. Let's, Zone zealots. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, but the the the, and so it's it's more a question of so is this one gonna join him or get beat up by him? Let's wait and see. <laughs> um, It'd be tough to make a a forty minute TV show out of that. Though. Yeah, half hour. <laughs> I guess well, with the Disney Plus stuff. There's no. There's no length requirement. Nope. So. <laughs> the the Mandalorian ranges from about a half hour to an hour and ten minutes. Because right. the first episode of season two, I was like, man, if all the episodes are like an hour and ten minutes, I'm not going to finish this today. Then I was like, oh, 20, 30, 40. Oh, okay, we're good. <laughs> yeah, most of them are... Uh, most of them are around 40. Yeah, most yeah. of them are, are 40 minutes, <laughs> give or take a few. There's some there's some shorter ones, but yeah, yeah. But there's there's a couple that are like a half hour, and mm-hmm. there's at least that one that's like I didn't. I in all honesty, I didn't pay super close attention to the length of the episodes. But the nice thing is, they're as long as they need to be oh, yeah. within reason. So, and the first one was John Favreau, so let him visually take me somewhere where the fighting worms with oh uh, <laughs> yeah with that, with Timothy with Timothy Olyphant because <laughs> that episode sets the stage yeah. for the entire rest of the season. So. With Timothy Olafon and uh, sand people, and they fight. <laughs> and then there's Grogu, and <laughs> um, but uh, forget everything you think you know. It's a good line, but they always words. do. Yep, that's what I have. Uh, Mister Strange, Doctor, <laughs> not oh, yeah. anymore. It's a great well, running gag that no one ever gets his gets it right. It's not like they took away his medical degree. No, he can still it's, be a doctor. It's not like it's not like he doesn't have that knowledge still in his head just because he can't perform surgery. The ability to perform surgery is not what made him a doctor. The fact that he passed med- made it through medical school is what makes him a doctor. Mm-hmm. I'm no, I'm like I'm like four you, lines of notes and, for like fifteen for like ten minutes for like this ten minutes of scene because it's such a good scene. And they when he goes into Carmatage, they don't call him yeah. surgeon. Yeah, you know if they called him surgeon, surgeon strange. strange. Okay, fine. He's not a surgeon anymore. His hands don't work, but he's absolutely still a doctor. It would be very Stan Lee to be do that. So, <laughs> it would be a little bit. Surgeon Stephen Strange, please. <laughs> Peter Parker. <laughs> well, it, the, the 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 stated reason for that is it helped him remember the Thing, names. Fang Foom. <laughs> uh, that may have been a Jack Kirby. Don't I know? You can't necessarily lay that one on the feet of, do. of uh, Stan. I mean, it might have been Stan. I don't know, but I get that. You know where I got that joke to, to make it all full circle? Uh, Big Bang Theory, because oh, <laughs> uh, Raj goes through the list of all the alliterative names, <laughs> and he goes and Stan Stanley and Stanley said because Stanley said everyone with something that just says. Stanley on on Raj's because that's all that's it says something nice on everybody else's comic that they got signed by Stanley and then because uh, Raj was like because he's like you shouldn't have gone up to him and made fun of his characters like I was just asking why they all were named like Peter Parker J Jonah Jameson <laughs> um uh, he couldn't walk I convinced him he could. And Strange is not buying any of this. She pulls out a book and's like, "Here's this. Here's this." He's like, "I've seen all this. I've seen all this." Oh, He's not yeah. buying it. And then the spiritual form, the astral form, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> and then 
<laughs> walls start to bend. Yeah, all of a sudden she exercises power over something he didn't even believe existed. Mm-hmm. You know, she pushes his soul out of his body, essentially. <laughs> what did you put in this tea? <laughs> he goes on a brief, barely intelligible tour of several dimensions. Mm-hmm. Uh, first reference to the multiverse in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is in the scene. And thus, the seeds are sown for the concept of the multiverse, yes. Which I think we all just, our minds were blown. We were like, this is how Ant-Man works. Because we all, I, I think we were all ready for the next uh, Ant-Man movie after this movie. Because was Ant-Man, Ant-Man was before this movie. So because, because we were all wondering how they're going to get the Wasp into the movies. And... Yeah, because Ant-Man was after Age of Ultron. Yeah. You're gonna... You you have a much better memory for this stuff than I do. Yeah. So I think we all watched Ant-Man because I think the following October was Ant-Man this movie. Was 2015. Yeah. And this is 2016, so... Oh, okay. Then it these, wasn't These that. were back to back. Nah. Civil War thinks in the middle. Let's see now. I don't know. Uh, hang on, let me, 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 No, it's Iron Man 3. No. Yeah, no. Ant-Man. No, it's Civil War. Ant-Man. Yeah, no, it's definitely, I don't think it's Iron Man 3. No, Iron Man 3 is in, first, it was in the first, it was in Phase 2, because then the Iron Man movies are done. That's why Captain America Civil War is kind of an Iron Man cat movie. Right. Uh, July. Ant-Man is July. Yeah. No, I think we took a year from uh, there. Not really a year. We for Caps of War. Uh, twenty sixteen. Yeah, there we go. That's the May movie. May. Yeah, that's the May one, and this is the October one. And Doctor Strange is November. Yeah. November, October. Sorry, whatever. November four. So. Yeah. Um. So we were all trying to figure out how. The Wasp will come into it, because I think Ant-Man the Wasp was announced at this point. And we were like, how are we going to get the Wasp? And, and then we are like, and yeah. When, and when Ant-Man shrinks down through, there's that, you see that, yeah. that, that shadow, and people are like, who's that shadow? Mm-hmm. And then there's, then there's, but then you, when Doctor Strange is flying throughout the multiverse, you see similar things in the... Uh, Micro microverse. Well, in the like, he's he's jumping through yeah. dimensions. We don't know what all the dimensions are. Yeah, we don't know. A lot of them. it is like unintelligible and like weird psychedelicness. Yeah. So it's, which is Scott Dick- Scott Dickerson's the director, very good horror movie director, who did most of that fantasy stuff, and he does a very good job in this movie of making a very. I want to make a three D movie. <laughs> Because there's a lot of shots of this movie that's like... Oh, yeah, okay. He did Sinister and The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Mm. At least he was a producer. I thought you did a Conjuring. Or am I figuring He actually wrong? is... His directing his directing credits is slow, or kind of small. Uh, uh, Hellraiser Inferno. Uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose. Day the Earth Stood Still. Sinister. Deliver Us from Evil. Doctor Strange. Oh, Deliver Us from Evil is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, and now he, and he's got four in the in the war in the in the, in pipe. the pipe. Um, Untitled Labyrinth Project. What? Yeah, they're thinking of giving him the labyrinth. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then he then he lands, and then he goes, "Teach me." And one of the great lines that the ancient one gives, "No," that kicks him out. And they kick him out. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mordo convinces the ancient one to let him come and join the good old frenemy. Mm-hmm. Um, enter Wong, BFF, librarian. You know, his name's like Adele. Uh, Beyonce. Beyonce. Drake? Uh, yeah. Uh, so, at one point, the, the the ancient one is like, so how did you become a, a such a good surgeon, such a good doctor? And he's like, he's like, study, practice, years of it. And the implication is that it takes the same... To become a sorcerer. ...level of dedication to become... Not really. If this movie's timeline is correct, which, it takes days. <laughs> which translates to month, months of work for a mind as brilliant as Doctor Strange. Uh-huh. Which translates to... God knows how long it was. But it certainly didn't feel long enough to be declared Sorcerer Supreme, quote, quote, quote. Well, see, that's an interesting thing. He never declares ancient, himself that. Well, so. the ancient one is... is this, and That's one of my actually one of my later notes. Oh. Um, is you know the because because to well we'll get there. Uh, uh, no knowledge is forbidden; only certain practices. Mm-hmm. If the books are so important, why don't they? Oh, I don't know. Lock them up in a box someplace. Not hang them on a wall <laughs> with wrapped in these easily removed chains. Like what? Why is what? It's better than in the what? comics how Doctor Strange kept his books, and especially the Jason Aaron run where they're all over the place in his house, because that's how the one lady that becomes his housekeeper oh, for yeah, like his, the whole his thing. librarian. She, yeah, she's hired to be his librarian <laughs> who keeps track of all the books because <laughs> Doctor Strange has them scattered all throughout the house, all throughout the Sanctum in that series. Yeah. She was a great additional character that I want to see sometime. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, sling ring training. That's what I go to next. Because <laughs> because uh, there's just a bunch of training montages at this point where he just keeps failing and yeah. And uh, then I go to sling ring training where he gets a trip to Everest <laughs> and he doesn't freeze. Uh, well, see, I, uh, <laughs> uh, in in here we you alluded to it earlier, but oh. in here is where uh, uh, Kaecilius does the oh does the, the dark ritual eyes, to yeah. get his to get his eyeballs. Uh, that happens in here, and that's all I have a note is that he does it, and yeah, because we're in the train, we're in the training portion where we got to get Doctor Strange, yeah, and, be, uh, strong enough to fight Caecilius at some point, and 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 Strange uh, says, "Oh, it's my hands, my hands," and yeah. the Ancient One pulls up has, has a has a monk with one hand uh-huh. do the magic. So it's like, well, Steve, that puts your uh, checkmate, to bed. Steve. Uh, right, and he's abandoned on a closed cliff, blah, 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 frozen cliffside to pe- teleport his way back or die. I love the, how they all are just like how Mordo and they just want to just like just just a second. Then they get more and more like uh uh uh. <laughs> and then Mordo's about to go. And yeah, then, and it looks like yeah. it looks like one of them's about to like we're gonna. <laughs> and he comes back. <laughs> um, Strange is getting it. Montage with stealing books from Wong. The mirror dimension is told. We now figure out what the mirror dimension is. Uh, after Strange calls Bra- Wong Beyonce, he's listening to Beyonce it's... while Strange steals books. Mm-hmm. 
It was a funny sequence. Now, to go through the mirror dimension, it's apparently that you can do your training in there and you can't get out unless you have a sling ring. Right? That's, that was the rules that are given to said, me. Yeah. Now, I go to Infinity War and Doctor Strange puts him in the mirror dimension at one point. Puts who in the mirror? Thanos. Well, Thanos has a sling ring. It's called the Reality Stone. Okay. But then we never, but it never really leaves it. He just kind of pulls Strange in, and then it kind of breaks around him. Yeah. It's, so I'm assuming that because the Infinity stuff. Gauntlet is yeah. stronger than that, but yeah. I was opt- I was like, okay, I'm going to go with Infinity Stone beats this magic right yes, here. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> I mean, but it was, if, but it was a really quick. It was like a if, lightning fast reference set because all of a sudden you see it shine around him, and then the Thanos just grabs and breaks it really quick. Even if it's not, that's it. Yeah, like, and then I'm like, okay, so I guess this is too forward. All the all the people going, why didn't you just put Thanos in the mirror dimension? Because you told us they can't get out. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah. Um, the Eye of Agamotto, <laughs> the Eye of Agamotto, <laughs> aka the Time Stone. Yes, where we find out a bunch of lore and. We learn about Dormammu. And his dark dimension. There are things that go bump in the night. We are the ones who bump back. That's a Hellboy quote, but it felt appropriate. It sounds like Ghostbusters. I just wanted to do it. I was like... I know what you did. I'm just telling everyone that it was a Hellboy quote. It's from Hellboy One, not not the not the reboot, but the the, the first Hellboy. No, the first the Ron Hellboy, Perlman. The first Hellboy film. Ron, Ron. So not so not with, the other one with Ron Perlman. Not the Mila Jovovich one. <laughs> no, not that one. The Selma Blair. <laughs> yes, Selma Blair. Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. Big arm. John Hurt. Fish guy. Uh, Doug Jones voiced by Fraser Crane's brother Niles Uh, oh Niles uh, 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 Hyde Pierce aka whatever his Sideshow Bob's brother aka (laughs) Sideshow Bob is Fraser Kelsey Grammer voices Sideshow Bob and then in in a bunch in a handful of episodes Uh, Cecil Trilliger is voiced by Fraser's brother, David High Pierce. David, that's it. Mm-hmm. I was like, something. I had to go. Pierce. I had to go through. I had to go through. I had to go through the Simpsons long to go be like David High Pierce. That's it. I I wanted to go Thomas High Pierce, but I knew that was wrong because <laughs> Thomas Hayden Church. So, Salmon. So, exactly. So I because and I knew that. Like I mean, I know that that's wrong, but that's the that's the, the that's the name that my brain wanted to fill in there. Um. But yeah, we learn about the time stone. He rebuilds the pages in the book. Finds out about eternal life as part of the one. Um. Protect the sanctums. There's three of them. I don't know why we didn't build more, but there are three of them. Uh, because they're on the intersections of the ley lines. I don't know. <laughs> London, Hong Kong, and New York. Yes. I feel like when they did the map, Hong Kong was up here, then there was London, and then there was New York. So I was like, okay, I get it. Uh, population centers is my guess. Maybe. 
Um, Although London doesn't. Oh, peace out, London. Doesn't <laughs> super duper fit that that. Uh, that describe, maybe at the time standard, but maybe because if they were built thousands of years ago, London would have been a very popular mm, area. Maybe, 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 maybe. So that's why maybe London was built first, which is why it blows up so easily. And, <laughs> and then there's New York, which just survives. <laughs> it gets attacked twice and makes it. And then Hong Kong is like a London where it just falls almost like in the... Well, it's what happens when Doctor Strange isn't there to, pr- to, pr- to protect it. There was a ton of wizards in the Hong Kong one, by the way. I'm not arguing with you. I'm not, I'm there not, are four of them. I'm just saying that they must... You know... One, you know, all four of them are not as good as one Doctor Strange, one three quarters trained, trained Doctor Strange, who barely made, who barely made a shield thing to fight Morta the first time, and then they almost lose every other time. Um, yeah, it's there again. That's that's one of those things that, like, wait, this doesn't like why? Or I actually wait. I have I have uh, Dark Dimension. Steve oh, because that we're at the same. Oh, because then we go, oh, we end up in uh, New York. That's where I'm at uh, in my notes uh, for the uh, first time. Uh, at some point, I it's I, I, I the only the only reason I can attribute Doctor Strange being able to pull a victory from the jaws of defeat <laughs> in his first run in when when the you know because he gets he gets. He gets portaled to the to the New York Sanctum sort of by accident. He yeah. doesn't know where he is when he gets there. Say welcome to the New York Sanctum. I first looked at his future home, and now let's get to the fighting. Right, and he gets there, <laughs> and the steward of that, whose last name is Drum, mm-hmm. which smacks of Brother Voodoo. Brother Voodoo yeah. Um, because so, I think it is. Because I think it is Brother well, and, Voodoo's and the, brother. And the, yeah, it would be. It would be Brother Voodoo's big brother. Yeah. Uh, but that I didn't. I didn't notice that until this time. Me uh, either. But I didn't write that down. <laughs> um, I didn't write it down, but I, I made a note of it. I made a mental note of it, obviously. But but. So Steve is, is you know a, a three quarters trained Stephen Strange, is being set upon by three of the of the the elites, the zealots. Yeah, three of three of Mads Mikkelsen's and it's uh, Daniel Drum uh, uh, acolytes, and Kaecilius himself is there. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I think that he is able to snatch victory from the jaws of defeat is because they are toying with him at the beginning, and he's able to kick two of them out of the. See so if we get two in the like, doors. And yeah, he, send them he, away. he he teleports two of them away, mm-hmm. and then I forget. I think there's just three. Because I think there's the there's the girl that goes to the desert, the right. guy that ends up in the jungle, and then there's and didn't he knock one of them out, or doesn't he? No, because there's no that's later. That's later because the one that ends up in the jungle took his sling ring, 
because then he says your sling ring is missing, and then that's when the guy appears behind him and sh- throws the thing through his chest. Okay. When he when he has Mordo in the chain thing, he goes, and someone stole your sling ring, and then the other guy appears behind him and gets the thing and right. throws he it. Right, he's yeah. distracted by the monologuing and gets stabbed. Yeah. stabbed when reinforcements show up. Yeah, because that guy took his sling ring. Okay, but the moral of the story is, or I should say, I, I think the only reason why Strange does as well as he does yeah. is because he's clever and they're toying with him. Yeah, if they had if they had been as straight up brutal as they are to every other wizard in this movie, mm-hmm. which is it's convenient that they're toying with the new guy. Yeah, um, at least they into, they yeah. would have he would have died. He would it would he would not have survived. Oh yeah. I got yeah, as evidenced by the fact that they that it's it's only a, it's it's only the fact it's it's a miracle that he's able to get to the hospital like he's able to teleport himself to the hospital and Christine is there and he's able to save him like that's the only reason <laughs> I say that Doctor Strange does really nothing really except for at the end when <laughs> I've come to bargain <laughs> when he's come to bargain because this entire because Christine is the one that legitimately beats the guy near the end he just figures it out that the electricity is going through oh, his spirit yeah. and then he grabs it and says turn it up and then get sh- his yeah. so without her he wouldn't have been able to be there that guy um but I have we be Caecilius versus Strange in the room with all the stuff we get the cloak of levitation oh yeah that's where I think that's the hero of this entire fight scene because he's trying to go for an axe and the cloak's like no this thing here, right? right. <laughs> it's the trap. Throw the trap at him, and then he's then that's what Kaisu is like. This guy's an idiot, and that's when he's just walking instead of just like getting tons of like air space daggers to chuck at him, <laughs> right? And then he throws that at him and captures him, and then Kaisu is like, "Oh, I should probably take this moron seriously, seriously." That's why I think we had to get the awesome fight scenes in in Infinity War and stuff to make. Doctor Strange seem as powerful as he was, because well, this, in this movie we don't get all of the all of the, the greatness that Doctor Strange actually is. There's an element of uh, uh, <laughs> he's still learning between so. between you know Empire and Jedi in this mm-hmm. in this movie where where he goes away and comes back. And is all of a sudden certified badass. Yeah. Like what? Like so, there was some there's some serious mamma jamma training that happened oh, yeah. in between these movies to get to where our he respective is. heroes to the elite points that they are. Mm-hmm. Um. So now we get Caecilius monologuing. Time and death are insults. The Caecilius way. And then he tells him, how does the Ancient One live so long? Which is a question that most people should have been asking. Wait a minute. <laughs> right. Well, her secrets are her own. Her methods yeah. are her own. But even, but even still, it would have been like, okay, if the only way that you can get this immortality thing is to be like on a team with the bad guy... Well, I think... Because if well, you read the books, because maybe, maybe she never thought anybody could read the books... I, 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 there again, that's a that's a kind of a plot hole. If Caecilius knows it, realistically, other people have known it as well. Well, they all went with him to be like, oh, Dormammu will teach Maybe. us all these things. Yeah. Um. 
The robe kicks the bad guy's ass, and while Strange drags him to the ho- drags himself to the hospital, a soul fight and a soul surgery all happen in this scene. Yeah, <laughs> just a just a little bit above, <laughs> and then Christine just freaks out. <laughs> it's like he's like helping when he's his soul body. Yeah, she sees, or maybe she does. Does she see him, or does she only hear him and we see him? She sees him when he wants to be seen, because he breaks through the part, and then he he could see him. So I think she could see him and hear him, and then he goes sucked back in, and then she can't see him at all. Despite seeing what she just saw, she still thinks he's a cultist. Yes. (laughs) Until she sees a giant hole in the wall. Yeah. And as stated, Christine kills the bad guy. Um, it is Doctor Strange, not Master Strange. Nothing else. That's what he tells. Uh, that's what he tells um the ancient one when the ancient one's like, "No, you got to stay here and guard the New York Sanctum." Now they're in charge of this sanctum. Oh yeah, he, he's he's instantly upgraded to Master. Yeah, like Master Strange. Do you want the the New York City Sanctum? You know you do. <laughs> and then, then instantly Kaecilius is back with his guys to try and blow it up. <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's a good thing we're all here. <laughs> and then that's when the mirror dimension happens. And then we find out that the mirror dimension makes the dark dimension people more powerful. Well, no, it doesn't make them more powerful. They were just more experienced and had... I thought that Mordo says that it, that you've done that you did it, that you fell right into his hands. They are right, fishing more powerful in the mirror dimension. Because, yeah, because they have more experience because they've played with it more. They, mm. At least that was that was why that was how I read it. It's uh. not that it makes it's not that they are more powerful there inherently. It's that they spend more time there. They are more experienced with it. They have more skill there. Maybe I mean, I'll go with it. Yeah. Um, this uh, this New York fight scene was made for 3D. You could tell it was like okay, here's 3D. 3D, buildings are moving in 3D, popping out at you. And I'm like, oh, this is a good scene. I'm like, this is a great visually scene still. And then we get something even more important in this sequence. Stan Lee! (laughs) On the bus. Yeah. (laughs) And I went, Stan Lee! (laughs) Then I got got excited and sad at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, then we find out the Ancient One does draw from the power of the Dark Dimension. Yes. And then she gets stabbed through one of the bad guys. <laughs> yes. By Kaecilius. Uh, possibly. Well, because Kaecilius comes up and stabs the guy that's fighting her. Oh, yeah. And then stabs her in the process. Because all that's left, I think, at the fight is, I think, three guys? I think I, it's... I think it's... Uh, I, I think it is... No, because Mordo's fighting two, Wong's fighting one, and Strange is fighting Kaecilia, so it's four. Okay. Um, no, it's three. Yeah, it's three. Three and Kaecilia's. Because I think... Because I'm, I'm now going back to when they all fly to the Dark Dimension at the end. Um... But the ancient one draws power. She gets stabbed, 
and Kaisilius kicks her through a portal. Mordo and Strange, Strange go through the portal, her. and she's falling down. And she takes a she takes a hard hit to that concrete. Yep. <laughs> and now the ancient one is in the hospital. <laughs> Christine's like, "Oh no, again!" <laughs> and sees the ancient one is really in trouble. And this will be. The Ancient One's fine is going to pass, which I'm like, okay, I thought she was immortal. <laughs> immortal is not invincible. Mm. It's like, one of those. Is that weird... like is that like an eternal youth sort of thing? Yes. Opposed to immortal? Immortality. Immortality means you never age. You don't. You, or I should say, immortality means you live forever. You can't age mm-hmm. if you're immortal. It just means you live forever. Uh I'm going to say, well, I guess I'm going with uh, invincible means you cannot be hurt. I guess I'm going with you Dragon Ball Z rules for immortality. You can theoretically be invincible and die of old age, but you can be, and you can theoretically be immortal and get stabbed to death. I guess I'm thinking Dragon Ball Z immortality. I guess I should do. I should and it could be they. And, and the, the 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 two words get misused all the yeah. time. Like people are like, no, I'm immortal. Like immortal just means you don't age, you dummy. Immortal just means you live forever. It doesn't mean you're you can't be hurt. Um, which, like I said, it gets it gets misused a lot. Okay, the probably Dragon Ball Z uses it wrong because there's a guy who's yeah. wished for immortality and he gets blown apart so many times, but they eventually build back together. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that also there also could be an element of translation error with or uh, translation English. translation weirdness with with. Uh, with with the likes of of manga okay. anime, okay, I'll go with it. Yeah, potentially. I'm not saying um, that that's it, but the, the potentially. And then she has seen this in the she's seen the future, and she can't that she can't make it past this part, and now she knows why. And she just is trying to piece every last sentence, and then she says the line that's it's a good line in the movie. It's not about you. It's not about you. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, she says, Mordo won't see what it is. Mordo won't see it this way, that it had to be done. Yeah, he needs your, like, you need his, like... You, you need, need his strength. Yeah, and he needs your your flexibility. Yeah. And ultimately, they lose out on both, but that's... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I said, Mordo won't see it that way. Duh. <laughs> Mordo was mad when she got stabbed. Yeah. I was like, Mordo instantly changes from, like, the caring guy to, like... Killer, let yeah, her well, die. Well, I don't care. Mordo, Mordo's, Mordo's. Uh, Mordo's entire like philosophy has been broken his, in like a second. His his <laughs> uh, confidences are are shaken to their very core. At, at like it, like the the seeds of doubt are planted, and that and then once he learns that that uh, the ancient one was actively using energy from the dark dimension to stay youthful he he's like well that that's not okay mm-hmm. she and said then, it was forbidden and she's using it so right, <laughs> right and then later on that when they turn back time they violate the you know they they break the rules of of I forget how they say it. 
the uh, natural the natural, natural order, order. Of they yeah. violate the natural order because because when Wong comes back to life he says I know violating the natural order and then Wong goes keep going <laughs> right right because we because yeah well at that point they'd started and yeah uh, but but Wong but, but Wong I think has that flexibility where he's like no you're trying to save the world by right. rebuilding the Hong Kong thing right and giving us another fighting chance right and well and and that's and. And then that's and like I said, and that, that, that um, but Mordo is not like Mordo can't handle that. He's he's like no. So that sort of breaks his, his like he's like no. You you guys are all hypocrites. Like you're all awful. I can't like if we're it, like what good are these rules if we're not going to keep them? Yeah. Like what separates us from the bad guys mm-hmm. if we're not going to keep our own rules? That's that's really where. Mordo lands, mm-hmm. and so he is not unjustified. He's one of those villains that thinks he's right. Yeah, Kill at Wanda. least at least for the sake of this. I I, I don't know anything. I don't really know anything about Mordo. It's it's, a, it's, it's a, this is right. a, this is pretty accurate as far as like how he got to be a bad guy. Okay, like he turned because the way of the sorcerer was so muffled that he just couldn't like he couldn't buy that strange was doing all these things and he's like magic has a price Uh-oh. and that price will come knocking on your door but Mordo also wanted but Mordo also wanted more power too so there's there's definitely definitely dependent on the writer how Mordo was well yeah that's how a lot of comic yeah. books are but um okay so that but that's yeah and I, I think I think as far as it goes I think Mordo has the most interesting arc in this movie. Mm-hmm. I think his turn from upstanding, stalwart, virtuous mm-hmm. defender of the, uh, the good. monk to too many sorcerers <laughs> is the most fascinating yeah. arc in this movie. That's why I said I'd watch a Mordo movie. I'd watch the Mordo series. Um. Now we go to the Hong Kong Sanctum because I guess we can't win at New York. We'll go to Hong Kong. <laughs> well, they, they, is I think. Well, they, they, I guess is is Hong Kong. Hong Kong at that point is the last one. Hong Kong. There's New York and Hong Kong still because New York's still standing. Okay. Oh, so they have to destroy the sanctums. Yeah. To my from my assumption is you only had. It's unclear how many they had to destroy. I think they had to destroy two. I think they just had to weaken uh, the barrier. Okay. Whereas, so with the, so the New York one was too well defended. Yeah. So they went after. The so Hong they're Kong now one. going after Hong Kong because okay, the New because they tried New York twice. They know where we're going to go. So now they'll be like, okay, maybe they will. Maybe they'll send their weaker people to Hong Kong, which apparently they send hundreds of weaker people there. So Wong stands up. Wong stands with these many sorcerers. <laughs> and the choose your weapons wisely. Yeah. And loses, and, and Mordo has to make a choice to join Strange in the fight, or to, or to just stay up beside. Mordo comes along to fight mm-hmm. at Hong Kong. Um, they get there, and the Sanctum's destroyed already, so they don't know what to do. So Doctor Strange turns turns back time. If I could turn back Doctor time, Doctor Strange finds a way. 
<laughs> if I could find a way. Is it sad that as soon as that happened, I went, I went. Oh, this is this is Deadpool two territory right here. Where all I want is that song to play right now. I want him to hit the tide, the Agamotto, and then the song kicks in. <laughs> and then they have a fight sequence. If I could turn back time, that would have been that would have been. <laughs> Would have been so out of character for the movie. Yeah, it but it would have made it me laugh. It would have been really funny. It would have not fit this movie very no. well. But it would have been funny because, like, because unlike most Marvel movies, this movie seems like they had to write some jokes in there to be like a little bit on the lighter side. Whereas it's mostly a, I wouldn't call it a drama, but I'd call it more of like a. This is a more serious. Yeah. This is a more serious, more heavy. Superhero movie. It's more along the lines of Black Panther in a way, where it's more like it is, yeah, it's, the serious levels. It's, it's Black Panther. It's Civil War. It's Winter it's Soldier. <laughs> Winter Soldier. Like the Cat movies are more serious. Mm. Where uh, it's it's Thor: The Dark World. You know where the stakes are pretty real, and it's pretty serious. Not completely devoid of jokes. But it's not. It's not the nonstop chuck. Like like Doctor Strange is not the wit. It's not Thor Ragnarok. That is not the wit that Tony St- or that, that Tony Stark is. It's not the joke fest that Thor Ragnarok is. Right. Mm. It's and it's not half as funny as the Guardians movies. No. Or like you know there there aren't or or even uh, and it's not as vi- like visually gaggy as Ant Man is. I'd say Ant Man's more comedy writing too. That's why we're comedy yeah. too. Yeah, well and you know, when you have when you have Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd <laughs> on, on, on on you know, Paul Rudd and Michael Pena, you know, this is this is what you get. Um, strange, strange comes up with a plan and goes to the dark dimension because it is beyond time. Uh, so he brings a gift to Dormammu. He's going to bring some time to the dark dimension. Dormammu, Mamu, I've come, come to, to bargain. bargain. <laughs> and the many deaths of Doctor Strange. So we meet Dormammu finally, who is a hundred times bigger than any Dormammu I've ever seen. Because uh, Dormammu only... in the Marvel vs. Capcom 3 game... That's the only version of Dormammu that I am even a little bit familiar with, where he is like... Eight feet tall. Yeah, he's a tall guy with a flaming head. Yes. And that's what I've seen in some of the books that he's been in. I have never seen giant planetoid... Giant, like... like Dormammu. 50, 50 foot head Dormammu. Because Dormammu is a constant villain in the Doctor Strange books. It's like Dormammu and Mordo are his two big ones. And, There's two, two big, yeah. big villains. Yeah, I'm not super familiar with Doctor Strange in the comics. My Doctor Strange level is about <laughs> so I but I do but I have seen some old Dormammu where he actually teams up with other bad guys and beats things. He's not like an infinite dimension on his own pretty much. Right. Um well, this is this is what we have to do sometimes to make Oh yeah, it's definitely it works. Um I love all the deaths that Strange goes through. He gets stabbed a whole bunch of times. Gets blown away. Gets grabbed by green like sticks. Power breath. Yeah. several times. Gets smashed with pieces of the dark dimension. And Dormammu's just like, make it stop. <laughs> I showed Thea that scene. She goes, "This is entertaining, but that guy looks like COVID." <laughs> so. <laughs> 
<laughs> and his dimension looks like he's throwing it at him. <laughs> I was like, if you see one scene in this movie, because she's like, because she's like, I like that shirt because <laughs> she likes to line to it. Right. It's the only line she knows from Doctor Strange. <laughs> right. Um, it's Dormammu, I have come to bargain, so I just showed her this scene. <laughs> Because it's a great scene. Because every time he stands up, Dormammu, 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 I've come to bargain. Yeah. Well, I liked that, like, you can't, he's like, you can't win. Yeah. He's like, I know I can't, but I can lose I can over and over, over and over forever. And that makes you my prisoner. I'm like, oh, Doctor Strange, you, 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 you cheeky whip it. And then he's, then he's like, you'll feel all of them. And he's like, I've known pain. <laughs> and I'm like, oh boy! I'm like, this is this is a game of who will go insane first. And he's banking on its Dormammu, <laughs> and he does. Yep. So the deal is, take your zealous and leave, and leave the planet alone. Oh, he takes little. He takes uh probably takes those kids, and it's all going to be all happily ever after to the planet. You know the Dormammu, they're all going to live forever. Yeah. Nah, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they get, uh... Kaecilius and his zealots get, a uh, Turned to some sort of ash. And they get, like, mangled. And they mm-hmm. get sucked into the it's, dark dimension. Happen, I went, whoo! <laughs> they're going to live forever as part of the one. Mm-hmm. And that's when... Another funny line. Uh, they should have read the whole thing. The warning comes after the spells. Yeah, yeah. And that makes Wong laugh for the first time in the movie. He's the only one laughing, and it's good. It's great. <laughs> uh, Mordu then says, "The bill always, the bill always comes due," which is true, and that's how the that's how the Jason Aaron run of uh, Doctor Strange right. is pretty much right. Yeah, well, that the implication there is the yeah the bill comes due, like yeah. like Doctor Strange found a way to push the bill off on something else, mm-hmm. and that something else finally got sick of paying. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, so I've, I've, I've an interesting, I have a logistical question here. Okay. Are the Infinity Stones tied to a given dimension, or are they universal? Universal, I believe. Okay. Because I, because if you go to, if you go to Endgame, when the Ancient One explains the timeline and everything, they're in, they have to be in a certain spot in their section of time. So I'm assuming that it has to be in the same universe. Okay. Because all the other ones are. So unless you put the time stone somewhere else, maybe the time stone's the only one that could traverse multiverses because it's time. Well, I would think the reality stone. Well, we know that the reality stone. I, uh, see, I would. I would be inclined to think you that might the be. You might be right. The uniter. You might be right because technically Asgard is a different reality as it is. No, it's a planet, isn't it? It's yeah. it's, it's really hard to decide what that is. It is unclear, <laughs> and I I think that theoretically, or I think that you could conceivably make the because they put it in between. Because when it was stored, it was put between like it was put in a dimension where no one would ever see where it. no one would ever see it where no one could find it. Yeah, yeah, the uh, ether was put somewhere. Yeah, well, I think that that, and I'd have to go back. And we just we just watched Iron Man two or not Iron Man two Thor two here semi-recently but I'd have to go back and re-watch it with the idea of okay so wait what is 
Because that movie opens with Thor... And the Nine Realms. Are the Nine Realms nine dimensions? Are they part of our universe? Are they another dimension? Are they... Like, how does this all work? And you're probably not supposed to think about it too hard because... It's a silly comic book movie, and who cares? Because Thor Ragnarok, they come and pick him up in a spaceship, and then that's when Asgard blows up, and then it's like we're off to Earth, right? And it's and and but they have the sword, so they can still do the Bifrost. I'm going with I'm going with their different sort of planets that they could reach, and they only could reach nine of them. So, but well, and and they go to they go to Muspelheim, which is which is or no Nidvalir, yeah. Which is the dwarf dimension, which is the dwarf planet, the dwarf uh, realm. Yeah, and it's this, this like weapons factory that that orbits that's this, this orbit this, that orbits this, a star. This, 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 yeah, this weapon factory that's a space station locked on a star. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, uh, maybe you, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm confusing myself the more I think about this. The more I try and understand it, the more confused I'm getting. So I'm just going to stop thinking about it. Yeah, I think it's mostly just supposed to be like... You're not supposed to think this deep into that. Right. Because the stones, I believe, are all on our plane. But then you could... Then you can always go with... In Infinity War, he technically hides a stone somewhere in a dimension, I'm assuming. When he pulls it out of the sky. Yeah, the pocket dimension or something. Maybe the mirror dimension. It's hard to tell. To give it to Thanos in the fight. Right. Right. We're in the endgame now. Yeah. And that's where the line came, and that's where I said that's the title of the next movie, and called it. Yeah, <laughs> sure did. Uh, Mordo, Mordo now becomes the big bad guy. <laughs> this is Mordo the big bad guy. Uh, Mordo finally breaks. Everyone has broken core rules, and he is not okay with that. Nope. So he leaves to be a villain in a future movie. Mm-hmm. Then we get the Doctor Strange that we all know and love. Credits start rolling. And mid credit scene is from Thor Ragnarok, um, and it is the... Huh? Did I skip something? No, well, no, I just... Here's here's where my... Oh, is that where your Dimension it, Time Stone no, theory? No, no, Here's where... Wait, so... Strange is not yet the Sorcerer Supreme. No. Does he ever... Does he... And you would know this better than I would because you've watched... Especially that part of does does Strange ever claim to be the Sorcerer Supreme? In no, Infinity I don't. War? I don't think he does. He always calls himself Doctor Strange. He never okay. calls him Sorcerer Supreme. Okay. I think Wong might have said something similar to that, like something like that. Like I think he. I don't think he ever called him that. No. Okay. Because the the ancient one was the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. And at some point he said, "I feel like oh." I forget. At some point, they say something is you're like only the Sorcerer Supreme can do that. Only mm. and I, I was like, wait a second. So Strange is not the Sorcerer Supreme at the end of this movie. No, and he's. Maybe I think he's not, just taking up like the mantle of like I'm going to guard. Yeah, no, the he's, dimension. He, he, yeah. yeah, he takes over. He takes over as like steward of the New York, the New York, the New York Sanctum, but he's not Sorcerer Supreme. No. Okay. At least I don't. At least I. 
I would have to go from when he introduces himself to Tony Stark because that would be the only time I could think where he introduces himself as the Sorcerer Supreme. Or he might he might talk about himself as Sorcerer yeah. Supreme. Or when or yet again when he's talking to Thanos, which I was about to reach that, but I don't think so. Because I think he just references because I think Thanos just calls him Sorcerer, and he doesn't correct him. Um. So no, I don't think he's the Sorcerer Supreme at the end of the movie. Okay. No, I don't think so either. But maybe maybe that comes in the Multiverse of Madness. Maybe that's the book maybe, that we don't get to maybe read. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Um but the mid credit scene is from Thor Ragnarok. It is uh him talking to Thor, filling up his beer. Mm-hmm. We've probably already talked about this in mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok. Um but then we get the end credit scene, which is we meet we meet uh we meet Pangborn and again again uh, who to um his check is due is what i have written and mordo uh, comes kind of yeah and mordo comes does one strike to the to, to the gut and i guess pulled magic out of him yeah it's and there again there there's something mordo has been up to something he's like cuz he's like yeah i've been gone for months yeah he says so some some you know several months have passed uh and he maybe he learned to break magic, or he learned to mm-hmm. to absorb magic, magic or something. Like he 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 learned something to disrupt the 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 flow of sorcery, the the access to magic. Like it's it's wibbly wobbly, you know, magicy wagicy in this movie. So it, you can't. There's too like, many sources. The, the rules the rules are not super clearly defined. So. How Mordo does what he does is not explained, and it's also not uh, like it, it, it's yeah, it's not explained, but it's not going to be, so it doesn't really matter. Um, my theory about what happened to Mordo, uh huh, is he was snapped away during the during the. Infinity War Crisis, and then he comes back because all these because there's okay. tons of sorcerers at the end of this at the end of Endgame. So I am assuming that he uh, he got well, snapped away, and Wong went to go get the sword, like get all the sorcerers that came back and were there already. So that's why there's a ton more sorcerers because maybe Wong was off training sorcerers while Strange was gone. Well, theoretically, operations at Kamartage don't stop. Yeah. Just because the Ancient One goes away. And just because Strange is off, you know, like, they have their, you know... So, like, theoretically, there is someone who is still teaching classes at Kamartage. And so that's where Wong would have gone to get reinforcements. And... Why I think you could maybe ask the question: Why doesn't Mordo just go right to Comartage and start ripping people's heads off? Probably because he would lose because there's so many. It and could it's just be him. you don't go to the heart of the lion's den. You take him out one on one. It also could be that there's and it's a little, probably a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. There's some like magical defenses there that he is not. And maybe because he still sees to, it as a positive force for magic at this moment. And he's taking away the people that are have Maybe. magic, that have magic and are using it for their own reasons. Maybe. Maybe that's it. He's yeah. he goes he doesn't he doesn't go after the folks that 
will keep the rules, he goes after the people that are violating the rules. Yeah. Interesting theory. He's um, going after he's going after all the people that are like Pangborn who's just like, I don't want to fight for anything, I just wanna walk and shoot hoops and work my usual job. That's what he's going for. And maybe that's what he he's going after is the people that he that he's seen leave the place and are like, No, I have this magic and I'm gonna use it for this one thing. So who knows? Okay. But yeah. Robot punch the doctor? Sure. Do you want to go? Uh, yeah. Uh, three and a half. Three and a half, Ken. Three and a half. Um, like I said, we we like I think uh, the set pieces in this movie. I, I I have a note here, and I we kind of were were speeding along, so I didn't. Uh, the set pieces in this movie are great. Yeah. Part of that's because the the three D ness of it all. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, all the effects uh, and everything the, are good. All of the performances in this movie are very very good. Mm-hmm. But the story is weird. I shouldn't say that. I, I don't know. Yeah, the story is a little uneven because of time, <laughs> time, and because of things that aren't explained very well, and because of characters acting in ways that doesn't really make sense for them to act in. So you know, while this movie is very good and absolutely worth watching, it's not a it's not a top tier Marvel movie in my mind. At least not... Um, I'm trying to think of a, a way to put it. It's, you know, it's it's a... it's a You know, this is... I, this feels to me like... You know, like... It's not... It's it's firmly bottom middle. So it's not like a bad... A, a, a quote-unquote bad Marvel movie. It's not Thor Ragnarok. I'm <laughs> not Thor Ragnarok. Dark World. Dark World. Which, uh, is the, which is my decree of the... Possible, maybe worst, but uh, Iron Man two. Uh, um, I, I don't know. I haven't. I, I've rewatched, and and the problem. Uh, uh, End Game gives Thor two. Yeah, all gives new Thor two's new new light. Uh, they they were, <laughs> That's my favorite thing. Is they're like, you know what? We're gonna make you watch. One of your declared worst movies and make it relevant. But the thing is, <laughs> yeah. the thing is, even the worst Marvel movies, the bad, bad Marvel no. movies, are still pretty good. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. You know, like my the, list of Marvel movies goes. I'll still watch all of these. <laughs> yeah, but if you're going to force me to make a list of like my top ten Marvel movies, Doctor Strange isn't on. Doctor Strange probably is not on the list. Right. You know, and and. You know, your top 10, you know, there's 22 movies. So your top 10 Marvel movies only alienates 12 movies. Like, it's 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 almost half yeah. of the movies. Oh, man. Top 10 um, would be a hard list to make. Oh. Uh, it would be tricky. Because oh, there's two Guardians movies. And they're both pretty great. And all of the Avengers movies are quite good. And there's two Cat movies that are pretty great. And I'm a huge proponent of I like all the Avengers movies, too. Um, Age of Ultron will have a- to be the weakest. Age of Ultron, yeah. Age of Ultron, uh, it doesn't matter. So I probably matter. take that off. But the, list. the fact of the matter is, you know, at, at three and a half stars, this still absolutely this is a seven. Like this the movie is still absolutely worth your time. Oh yeah. But it's like I said, it's not a, it's not a, you know, it's not. Marvel does better. Marvel does better first person movies later on, which we'll see in Black Panther. As the one as a as an intro movie, 
it's a great first like person's movie to go into uh what's another good one after this I guess it'd go with Ant-Man and the Wasp but no not really um Captain Marvel question mark uh, Captain Marvel. This is this is better than Captain Marvel, in my opinion. I like Captain Marvel, but Captain Marvel. To, I'd have to go back and. I haven't watched Captain Marvel, Marvel in a while, but yeah, I feel yeah. like this movie might be better than Captain Marvel. But I think Captain Marvel uh, solves most of the inconsistencies that this movie has. I think Captain Marvel is more fan servicey, and it doesn't need to do as much as this movie does. Like this movie is. This movie's setting it, up magic. <laughs> right. Th- this movie has to introduce a whole bunch of stuff mm-hmm. and make it at least somewhat understandable, whereas Captain Marvel, we already know about the cosmic. We've been dealing... Like, this This movie has to introduce stuff that Guardians 1 was introducing. Yeah. Like, like, this movie introduces the mystic side of things. They were Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. introduced the cosmic side of things. But so like those are the closest analogs I have. But uh yeah, I mean so like I said, this movie's still absolutely worth your time. It's still it's still a very good movie. It's just not top tier Marvel movies to to my mind. Mm. I gave it a four. Okay. <laughs> You're busting my butt over <laughs> half, a, half a robot. Come on, man. <laughs> What, what good am I if I don't do that? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I while we're watching it this time, I had a bigger issue with time than I ever did in this movie because I was like, wait a minute. If the beginning of this movie is them stealing these pages <laughs> and then, okay, I can get behind Doctor's, all the Doctor Strange stuff takes place way before he gets to Carmitage and then Carmitage is like the next day after the pages get stolen. I can get behind that. But to have Kaecilius sit on those pages and sit on destroying everything for like six months <laughs> or to a year to maybe get him to like to the point where he could do magic. Or at the very least, if you're going to pull that, tell us why he doesn't. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's a deleted scene that I just didn't watch. Maybe. But that they just were like, this is just fluff. We don't need it. But yeah, that's that's my biggest thing in this movie. But the performances are great, the visuals are great. I I'm a fan of the story. I like the story. I like Mordo in this movie's story. I do like Doctor Strange in this movie. I still think I I I I like how this movie sets up Doctor Strange for other movies. I like Doctor Strange more in other movies than this one currently because I think he didn't learn all the magic stuff, which is understandable and now he does so now i'm looking forward to his next movie to see where that takes us with two other people that do magic and interdimensional travel in this movie so with the scarlet witch and Amer- and um, miss america so yeah that's my opinion cool is it that time of night can it can be yeah what uh, what's what are we at Oh, 90 minutes, dude. We're, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's that time of night, man. It's super that time of night. Yeah. Uh, I, have a, I have a hypothetical question. Please ooh, ooh, ooh. email us over this because I, ever since it finished, I, and we've, we've now, enough time has passed. Um, do you think the events of 
the last episode Are we talking about Mandalorian? of The Mandalorian <laughs> yeah. set up the retconning away of the sequel trilogy. I don't know. Here, my thing. Here's 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 my thing. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert for everybody. Super spoils. Yeah, super spoils. Super spoils. I'll count the, to five. The one, last. The last two. If you don't want to hear us, just three, just turn it four, off now. We're done. Five. So my opinion is that if season three of the Mandalorian is Grogu, he goes back to get Grogu off of Luke's planet. Because, like, Luke discovers he's untrainable or something like that, or Grogu just wants to come back, or just stuff happens. So it's him going to go get him, or or the Mandalorian just is like, I need him, I miss him, all these other th- family Luke, things. Luke calls him on the on the, on the the uh, hollow phone and says, hey, you need to come pick him up, he's, things aren't working out here. Because if we don't think that, and we still are planning that the sequel trilogy exists... All of those kids die <laughs> at, by, by by Ben, don't yeah, they? Yeah, the, the, the Knights of Ren, theoretically. I, I mean, I, there again, I've only I've watched... I've only seen The Last Jedi once. I, so. Well, I've only watched those last two movies the one time yeah. each. So I can't... Like, I, I'm, I'm going on... But yeah, the, the implication is that... By, because by The that, Last Jedi, I'm assuming that Rey is the last one besides the older ones and Ben still alive. Right. Well, see, and I think you could make the art because, like, I, I watched a video that was uh, force sensitive force users that are still available that could still play a part mm. in um, the the Mandalorian that are still like force force sensitive characters that are still on the board. Um, and there's a surprising number of them. There's more than I was expecting, um, but 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 Ahsoka is a really good example of a former Jedi, but she's broken with she's not a Jedi. Um, so there are four sensitive and even Jedi trained uh, Ezra from Rebels is a good example of that, where he's not. A Jedi, but he's trained by a former Jedi or trained by mm-hmm. a someone that got some Jedi training. Um, I, I'm not. I have not watched. Watch I have not watched Rebels, so mm-hmm. I'm. I'm going based on you know stuff that I've heard. Um, my 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 knowledge of the Star Wars is uh, the movies and the Mandalorian. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I've watched. It doesn't matter. Um, uh, the. Oh, and the one cartoon movie. <laughs> so, so there are, like I said, there are some force users in the universe that, like, and the, the sort of the the ramp, or not necessarily the ramp, but the the idea was, well, who, who else? Could, and the thing is, and this is what I'm driving at is, mm-hmm. you know, Grogu is absolutely the breakout star of the, of the Mandalorian. Yeah, it's not. There's all those Din Djarin. No. Nobody talks about Din Djarin. People talk about Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't see people wearing you know the merch for the, Baby Yoda. The, the Mandalorian the- <laughs> masks. You don't see people buying Mandalorian plush dolls. No, no. 
people are wearing Baby Yoda masks. And I was Baby hunting Yoda for the Mandalorian Lego set, though, because I really wanted the Mandalorian ship with the Mandalorian in it. Oh, the Razor Crest. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. Uh, but Lego stores out of it, and everywhere else is up, and everyone else is up their price by sixty dollars. I'm sure. So for the hundred and twenty that it is on the Lego store, I was like, Ouch. I'll just wait for the hundred and twenty version as opposed to the two hundred and ten dollar version that you're offering me here. Ouch! <laughs> um, that was like my quest for a Switch. It's like I'm not paying the double or the the plus fifty percent markup. No, it's like the PS five. Uh, if you looked, if you, if you, I had oh, a grand, no. I had a grand joy oh, just going through no. eBay just to see how much they were, just to be like, how much are crazy people willing to pay? And then I clicked on it. and I'm like, holy Hannah! For <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like, way to take advantage of Christmas there, you rich. <laughs> you know? um, I was like, if I had gotten a PlayStation five, I might have, sw- I might have done that. But, uh, but the the thing is, we know that. You know, there there are, you know, over the next, what, 20, 25 years? Yes. Uh, depending on how old we want to declare Luke. <laughs> and how old we want to declare, like, and depending on how quickly Ben and Ray are born. Yes. Uh, we have to, you know, so there's some, there's some, there's some slop in the, in the timeline, mm-hmm. but in the next 20 to 25 years... Luke's new Jedi Order has to fail. All of these characters that we're getting to know have to die. Uh, the Republic has to. The New Republic has to fall apart mm-hmm. because by the time we get to the sequel trilogy, the First Order is kicking their butts all over the place. Isn't there Left, reference right, to the First Order center. in the? Isn't there reference to the First Order in the Mandalorian? Not that I've seen. I thought I heard Lots somebody of, say that. I thought I heard somebody say the first order may, will rise. Oh, maybe, huh. maybe at the very end. Uh, what's his name uh, says it? Uh, Gideon Moff yeah. Gideon says it. Uh, but it's, so far, it seems like it's just a bu- and and that's an interesting thing. The first order is a significantly badder batch of people than the Empire was, at mm-hmm. least on the face of it. Um, there's an interesting there I'm sure there's more than one but uh, there's one film theory that posits because at the very beginning of the Mandalorian the the client they call is that what they call him the uh, Werner Herzog yeah that guy. who okay. who wants who who pays who uh, pays to get who Grogu. pays the Mandalorian to get Grogu back uh-huh. uh, is like the Empire's better by every metric. The the Empire improves every system it touches. Uh, Matt Pat did some did some superficial research. Granted, it's tough to, but he's like, yeah. If you take this, if you take a lot of this potential rhetoric, potential propaganda at face value, he's not wrong. Like the Republic before the Empire, and the New Republic that gets its butt kicked by the First Order are inferior to the stability of... you know, And this is, this is through the lens of... This is to the lens... Or this is sort of to the average galactic citizen. The average moisture farmer, shopkeep, dude just trying to Punch a clock, make a living, 
and be left alone and have a safe, prosperous place to do that in. The Empire is better than either of the Republics on either side. Mm-hmm. Um, the cost there is you have to deal with stormtroopers. The cost there is you have to deal with some oppression and some fear. So, is that a... But, but that's, that's immaterial. But, but, but I, I think that how we end up with the First Order mm-hmm. is the Empire people that have survived, that survive the collapse of the Empire are the people with the most, the least savory connections that are able to crawl off and hide. Or have people hide them. Or have paid off enough people to be able to disappear. The Mandalorian. Or whatever. Well, the Mandalorian... Well, people, yeah, people who can afford to pay people like the Mandalorian. People who can, you know, people to put people... But... And then those people, at least some of them, theoretically... Become Carl Weathers. (laughs) Back... The First Order. Uh-huh. And so the First Order ends up being the militant arm of the by this bygone, like the former, these former Imperial Loyalists who were not necessarily the most savory people. So that you're backed by and sort of populated by the not the most savory of Imperials to begin with. Like the people that are Imperial Loyalists or like the, the, the people that are most upstanding and virtuous in the Empire mm-hmm. are either going to side with the rebel or side, side with the new Empire, the new the new Republic, and be involved in that system, or they're going to be disenfranchised and be like, ah, screw it, I'm going to go mind my own business. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done with politics. I've had enough. So the people that see to the rise of the First Order are, like I said, the people that you don't want in charge of this stuff, which is why the First Order proves to be a way, way, way less savory organization than the Empire was. And so here I've I've sat and gone on for ten minutes about this that I wasn't going to go on about. But the moral of the story is I want to know if other people think this could set up a retconning away of the <laughs> sequel trilogy. I'm just, I'm just curious. And they were just, they're just going to try and get rid of a sweep under the rug. Yeah, or you do like they do what they did with the comics. They call it legends. They just like uh, uh, this. Uh, uh, we, I mean, and they could. They're they just. Could, I think they should just be like, okay, we're done with the Skywalker stuff. Here we go. We're all done. The thing is, there's, and like if they do like the High Republic stuff. Yeah. And they do like there's there's stuff like they can Which bounce Ahsoka's, around. Ahsoka's going after one of the big bads of something. Yeah, uh, Thawne. Uh, yeah, Grand Grand Admiral Thrawn. You know, like yeah. there, there's stuff that there's familiar stuff that that they can absolutely bounce around and and take a look at and and you know people we can see uh, Cal Kestis from Jedi Fallen Order <laughs> is one of the characters that's available in the universe somewhere mm-hmm. unless he dies at the end of. You know, Fallen Order Two, which hasn't come out yet. You know, like barring something like He'll that, end up like, in the Book of Fett. Ca- ca- <laughs> it, uh, and the thing is, like the, the guy that plays Cal Kestis uh-huh. looks like Cal Kestis. I'm like, yeah, you don't cast a guy like this in a game and not 
anticipate bringing him into the TV show into yeah. and put put him on screen somewhere. I don't know that that's necessarily accurate, but at the same time, it's a very convenient thing that they that it's it's an opportunity that they would be remiss to not take advantage of. I think so. I I, I look forward to seeing. Cal oh, Kestis seen, on uh, screen somewhere. I don't know if he'll show up in like, like I think it'd be interesting. Like to, movie. <laughs> I think, or I think it would be interesting to have him show up as a like Obi Wan devotee. Like, yeah. hey Obi Wan, I've been being, I've been learning from these people over here. Teach me some stuff. You know, show him. Yeah, you know, he doesn't have to Ends be there for the long. Tatooine. Yeah, show him. Have him show up for a few episodes and then bounce Kate off. Christensen haunts. <laughs> Heaven only knows, but that's 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 how I feel about that. But yeah, it's, it'll be I'm interesting to do see. The thing. Yeah. Do the thing. Do the thing. Uh, we can check out our website later. at www.thepostermanpodcast.com. Send us emails to Ken's question to thepostermanpodcast at gmail Find us on Twitter at thepostermanpod. Check us out on Instagram at thepostermanpodcast. Find us on Facebook at thepostermanpodcast. Look us up on YouTube by searching the Posterman Podcast. And find us on Patreon by also searching the Posterman Podcast. And that should be about it. Cool. But yeah, we'll see you all next week. Hopefully, Tyler will at least be here. So. Yeah, Tyler should be joining us yeah, for the, our for next, the next movie, which is the user picks. Hopefully. Hopefully. So we'll see well, you all Well, at the very week. least, you and I will have seen it. Well, you and I will have seen it, and Tyler will be here in presence. Right. <laughs> all right. See y'all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.